This intravenous with Iva is brought to you by Alabama Power. I would feel remiss if I didn't bring up the fact, because I'm always giving my single female friends a hard time. (laughs) We have a single black man in the building, ladies. What you looking for in a, in a, in a you know, significant other, friend, whatever y'all call it. Yeah. I'm looking for what God has for me. James Aaron L. Pierre is enti- Junior is entirely too many names. <laughs> so I've been told. So I've been told. Tell me how you got your name. Um, my name is my father's, my biological father's name, uh, my grandfather's name, um, and somebody else's name I got. I got like four people names. Okay. So she put James is my, my biological father's name, and then Aaron out of the Bible, but LeGrand is my grandfather's name. I was just about so, to ask what was the L. L. So it's James Aaron. One word, no space, no hyphen. Yeah. Uh, funny story about my first name. Okay. When I was in grad school, I used to work at the Space and Rocket Center. Um, and, of course, you get to see you know kids from all over the world and things like that. And the way I used to introduce myself, because I was one of the presenters, the camp presenters. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, hi, you know, hello, kids. How y'all doing? My name is James Aaron. One name, no hyphen. When I say by the end of every camp... Every kid will say that whole thing. The whole James thing. James one name, no hyphen. What's going on? What's up? So, yeah. I love it. Well, James Aaron, no hyphen, <laughs> Legrand Pierre Jr. Yes, sir. You got it. Was born and raised in Fort Myers, Florida. Upon completing high school, he continued his family legacy and attended Miles College as a second-generation student. During his time at Miles, he was heavily involved in student affairs. He was the vice president of Miles College chapter of UNCF Pre-Alumni Council, as well as the junior class president in 2011. In 2012, he, along with fellow Mileans, saw a need for a golf team together they began a petition and participated in local tournaments to build awareness. Man, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we're a national championship team. I now. know. Very so, proud of that. So Leonard Smoot owes it all to you. Not just me. Not I'm just, just me. being funny. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. He's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity, always passionate about giving back to his community, co-founder of Men of Distinction by helping the young men at Miles acquire suits and gain mentorship in honor of his Haitian heritage. Man, I'm learning a lot about you. <laughs> he started a relief fund to, do, to donate to Haiti after the 2010 earthquake. James Aaron went on to graduate from Miles College in 2013 with a bachelor's degree in business administration, 10 years of experience in sales, gaining numerous awards for his work. 
and he is currently, well, had been mm -hmm. CEO and co-founder of Elite Legends Enterprises. Man, you, how old are you? 32. This, this bio too long for you to be 32, <laughs> man. I'm serious. Tell me your story. Like, you know, like, what kind of kid were you? Were you were you this buttoned up? You know what um, I'm saying? Because since I met you, you're a buttoned up dude. Like, you are um, who I want our, like, if I would want my boys to see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would want my daughter to marry someone like you. Wow. You know I what I'm saying? Compliment. Have you always been this button? What who are you? Tell us tell us your story. I will say I haven't always okay. been this button up. Okay. Um, my my uh stepfather um is a pastor. So okay. I'm a PK. Yeah. Uh so you know all the the rumors of oh the PKs are the baddest. Da, 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 yeah. You know, um but they're true. I think for me <laughs> I'm a little a little true behind it, a little true behind. <laughs> But no, for me, um, I just always had a passion for people, um, even when I was young, mm -hmm. um, even trying to figure out who I was going through high school and, and everything like that. But um, the church really instilled what you see in front of you today. Amen. Um, my dad was a person who volunteered. He didn't ask me to do a, a, mm. or, you know, hey, I'm, are you a suggestion? No, yeah. um, son, my son will do it. Right. We need somebody <laughs> on the board, my son will do it. <laughs> right. Oh, we need someone to sing, my son will do it. Right. You know? So um, I kind of took that. That uh, force <laughs> of doing things in the church, and it's and it carried over into my my college career and in my uh, career as far as uh, uh, where I work and what I do now. So yeah, I, I had to give that all to him. That's what's up. Yeah. Now, did you have family here? Is that what I, I know? You know, generationally, mm. you came to Birmingham, but mm. why did you stay? Um, I think I think I stayed because I. I I built my own thing here. Um, mm. When I came to college, uh, and and I hate to say this, but I didn't want to go to Miles at first because my parents went there. You know, when mm -hmm. you're going to college, you don't want to go there. My dad was cool with the president at the time who was mm -hmm. uh, who was there. My mom was used to work for the previous president. It was just like a lot of family stuff on the campus. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to. You know, I want to have fun. It's college. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything I saw on TV, but. Uh, my desk uh, gave me some some good advice and said, "Son, you can go wherever you want, but my money and my resources are going to Miles College. <laughs> going to Miles College. So uh, that's right. If you want my help, you know, as far as school and all the other stuff is concerned, you better take your behind to Miles College. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's yeah, that's pretty much where it came from, though. Um, just it's a family thing. It's yeah. Miles really grew on me and the the things that I've done since I've left Miles, uh, Miles has been that foundation. Yeah. So, you know, home is where the heart is. Um, I came back home. Yeah. Um, and now I'll sit in this role as uh, alumni affairs director at the college. It's, uh, it's a full circle moment. But I, now, hold on, back mm -hmm. up. How did you get there, right? Like, mm -hmm. you didn't graduate and then just you the director of alumni affairs. You have several roles here. Yeah. Tell, tell me about your matriculation because one of the things that I see when I see a 32-year-old young man is he looks at you and says, hell, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not knowing the work you've put in. Mm, yeah. How'd you get there? Mm. Like, what was your first fucked up job out of college? <laughs> my first one? Uh, <laughs> my first job out of college, uh, it was 
Ooh, it was selling the knives. What was the name of that company? Vector Knives or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was a dummy. I'll just do this, you know. They sold you on the commission and all that. That's door right. knocking. I think I did that job maybe three days. I said, this is not for me. I'm yeah. going to grad school. <laughs> <laughs> I took my mind to grad school. I said, yeah, I'll figure it out there. So, okay. But okay. no, after after grad school, um, I moved to St. Louis for uh, um, probably about two years. Chase my Wall Street dreams. Okay. Uh, I worked for um, Edward Jones uh, yeah. for two years. Uh, became a financial advisor um, and everything. And I did that relatively quick. I thought that was where I thought my career was going to go and everything. Right. But I had some family um, issues mm-hmm. um, back here. My younger brother was in school at Miles at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was going through some some things and um, just needed some family to be right. next to him because it was just him uh, right. and everything. So I came back. To be there for my brother and everything, and um, I started working at uh, State Forum for a little while, which was cool. But I didn't want to open my own my own office. Right. Um, I was good. I was always good at sales because I'm a people person. I know how to bring people into conversations, make them feel special, and all that good stuff. But again, that's my my time you from do. the church. You made that with you me. Know? So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even like we this, met. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> we met. So. Um, and then I worked for uh, Enterprise. Enterprise was my uh, recent job before I, I came to Miles. But um, I made it all the way up to sales executive and did my thing in that. I really enjoyed, you know, the corporate life and mm-hmm. company car and all that good stuff was was a lot of fun. And um, I moved away uh, from Birmingham. I moved to Indianapolis uh, for a while and still was working for Enterprise and everything. But I dig Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. It's too cold. I don't really. Like it is much. too cold. But that little <laughs> downtown, they got this. Building and the lights, it's a circle, and you drive oh. under, and it, it looks like I always I thought it looks about. like the bottom of a spaceship. Yeah, I, I, know I always imagined like that's what it would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it is yeah. too cold, it's and I was cold. just visiting, and it, it's a difference from <laughs> living there. It was yeah. like, oh my god! What is <laughs> so what brought you here? What what um brought you back? Well, so you told me to tell the story, so I have right. to I have to be um, please be tell you. it I'm all. Be honest yeah. with you. So um, I really didn't like Indianapolis when I lived there. I just mm. didn't like the. I just didn't like the energy. I'm used to in the southern, you know, yeah. from the south, and I was used to southern hospitality and all these different things, and just being away from my friends and family and people I've grown my network. You mm-hmm. know, was down south, so I tried to transition that um, to Indianapolis it was really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I really struggled um, my time there. I yeah. really struggled um, just to be, you know. To be honest, right, um, and I actually came back to Miles uh, for a wedding. One of my friends uh, from college, um, September fourth, um, two thousand twenty-one. I got in a serious car accident. I almost lost my life. Mm. Um, uh, fractured my uh, my clavicle was pushed in. Um, all this was knocked out. Um, concussion, all that. Um, it really gave me a new outlook on life. Yeah. Um, cause I think at the time I just wasn't taking life seriously. Yeah. Um, I kind of was just young in that moment. And yeah, young and just, yeah. I can't be stopped. Uh, yeah. You know, was whatever. Get up know. to Indianapolis. I ain't the man no more. You yeah, know, no, yeah, no, no seriously, yeah. no seriously. Yeah, yeah. that was a, it. Really was a um, you know, it was an awakening. Like, I'm yeah. like, can you transition you being <laughs> who you are here, there, um, and everything? And when I got in an accident, it really changed my life. It changed my perspective. It changed my my uh, thought process has changed how I view friendship, life, you know, being more appreciative of each mm-hmm. breath. Each breath is a gift. 
Um, and it, it has a whole new meaning for me. Praise God, for me boy. Now. So, uh, <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I'm I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I know I'm living on borrowed time. Yeah. Um, and my mother, God bless her. She when I got into the accident um, and everything, because you asked about how I led up to alumni mm-hmm. affairs. Um, so party power five years. I was doing my own alumni events where I did fundraisers and I donated back to my college. I mean everything, but it was literally a month before I was supposed to do my my next event. Um, and I didn't want to say anything, you know, some, some of my friends knew, of course, who, who mm-hmm. surrounded me, but she said, son, you need to put that out there to people. You got a story to tell. You've been through something yeah. very serious, you know? Um, and it took a, ooh, it took a while to what you see in front of you today. It yeah. took a while to rebuild the pieces to myself to get where I am today. Um, I struggled. Holy, up, holy ghost. I struggled. I I'm serious, you. man. I struggled yeah. mentally. Uh, you know, I had to do therapy, uh, all that stuff, surgery, you know, wrapping my mind around that because I just, I didn't recognize myself because of the accident. Mm-hmm. Face swollen, teeth missing, mm-hmm. you know, bruises everywhere. I just didn't recognize who I saw in the mirror. Um, and it took some time to rebuild uh, myself. In addition to the physical pain, mm-hmm. mental the pain. The mental pain, yeah. yeah. And it's, that's serious. Yeah. That's serious because I just kept replaying the accident in my mind. I just kept mm-hmm. re- replaying and I'm just, you know, was so thankful because it could have went a whole nother way. way it could have been, oh, yeah, he was mm-hmm. a good guy back in the day and, mm-hmm. and not be here, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that is a uh, a major, a major part of what you see today. Just That's my amazing. newfound appreciation on life and people. Um, telling people I cherish them. Telling them I love them when I see them. Giving people flowers while they're in front of me, while they yeah. can hear it. Yeah. Um, it's very important to me. So um, I was if if I had to say a life-defining moment that yeah. was it September 4th 2022 uh 2021 excuse me um I'll never forget that day yeah how do how can people find you on social media and and I don't want just your personal but you know I'm not making any you know casting any dispersions we I have you here mm-hmm. to inspire my lens yeah, yeah particularly our alumni to get back involved, yeah. right? And so, be it the young folk who may check it out on social media, mm-hmm. or the, you know, my group who may rather go online. www dot. You know how? You know, tell us how can alumni get reengaged through you? Yes, right. Because because another part of this is right. Falling in love with you is falling in love with the school. So yeah. I want I want people to know who you are and how yeah, they can find definitely. you. Definitely. Um, of course, you can find me. Uh, I have an Instagram, uh, suit underscore the underscore dream. Suit the dream uh, is my Instagram name. Uh, of course, Facebook, you can always find me. James Aaron, one name, no hyphen. <laughs> uh, L. Pierre Jr. on Facebook. And, of course, um, the college page, uh, Miles College on Instagram, www.miles.edu. Email me, jlpierre at miles.edu. Uh, yeah, call me, 205-573-4991. Um, <laughs> Put it all yeah, out I there. I don't mind. Um, one thing I will say just about being in this position um, and what the reason why I'm doing well now is I'm not afraid to put myself out there. I'm not afraid to be the change that I want to see. 
um, me coming into this role and raising, you know, fundraising and doing these things, this was something they've been seeing me do for years. Yeah. Even um, fresh out of school. Cause Ain't it, it beautiful to be paid for what you love <laughs> what to you do? What you love to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do love my college. So it's, it is a full circle moment. Because even in this role, I interned. Uh, for the previous uh, alumni director when I was a student. So to be back wow. in the same office that I interned in, now the office is mine. Yeah. Um, it is a, a full circle moment. Um, shout out to Mr. Cockrell. Uh, <laughs> that's my yeah. my guy, my mentor, my mentor. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely appreciative. Like of, a father to me, man. Yeah, he good people. He good people, man. What's happening, brother? What's, <laughs> What's happening, brother? What's happening, brother? <laughs> so, uh, no, he's good. He's good people. Good people. So Good stuff. Now, if you had not done this, mm-hmm. right? What's the road? What's the path on travel? Mm, I probably would. Honestly, if I wasn't doing miles, I don't know, because miles just came out of. I can't. Like, I didn't apply for the role. Yeah, you know, it was something that. You know, I, I heard it was a vacancy. Uh, you know, people was like, well, you should do it. You already doing alumni yeah. stuff. You should do it. I'm like, ah, you know, that's, yeah. I don't want to do that, you know. Right. You know, but um, someone um, someone gave me a phone call, and we had a very long conversation. Um, and they introduced me uh, to now President uh, but Bobby But I'm saying, but what so, would you have done? I don't know. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you. I don't Got know. You. I don't know, because like I said See, before, that's, that's, that's I came a into lot the of Providence. I mean, I like still you, figuring stuff ain't out. Ain't no plan B. Yeah. That's what this was meant. It to was, be. it was, a, yeah. So I, you know, if been in that process, they'd be working at Enterprise. I guess you know, I was already ready to go from there. But <laughs> hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee, Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs, and I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four-year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future. We always start this thing out with a fire joke. But I got so but I got so tied up in talking about your what your mama say, ain't nobody got in the world got this name. <laughs> Put some respect on Man, it. Man, I missed <laughs> I missed the best part. So we're gonna kick off the second with the top of the first. Tell me a joke. I saw a man yesterday drop his scrabble words. So of course I had to ask him, what's the word on the street? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get a little something on that one. <laughs> Man, I swear there are three types of people in the world those who can count and those who can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on now. I got <laughs> Let's get down to business. Um, I am now a proud alumnus of Miles College. Yes, sir. And um, I want to be who and what I want to see 
And I want to emulate you by being intentional about raising money for HBCUs in general, but especially my own, right? Um, this is a challenge, not just to um, my peers, but to generations before and, and your generation and generations after. Number one, you made a really strong point outside about our understanding of the finances. Of I want you to talk about that, and then I want you to dive directly into what do you have coming up that we need to get the word out and get energy around so that we can support dear old Miles. Yes, yes. Um, to answer the first question, um, I just think being on the administrative side now, I understand that people missing the business side of, of what happens at HBCUs. Mm -hmm. You know, so many times I've seen on campuses, even when I was a student, you know, we were, we were matriculating at Miles, but you see students wearing, you know, other schools, the big schools and all that stuff. And I never could understand that. Well, Miles is where you're getting your, your degree from. Miles is where you're getting your foundation from. Miles is on your first degree. That should be your your home. That's where it's still the love yeah. and everything you're doing now for your career. It Word started up. at Miles. Yeah. It started at Miles. So I think just, um, number one, reminding them, reengaging them about where they come from. Mm -hmm. um, it's a stanza in our in the song that says, you know, all in sex, success in life, we owe dear old Miles. That's right. Um, so I, me personally, I just make sure I walk, breathe, and live in, in that, yeah. in that stanza. Um, so if you look at me, you know, oh, that's oh, that's the Miles College guy right there. Yeah. yeah. I carry and I conduct myself as a Milean, as a Miles College made man. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being the example and being the change I want to see and, and being unapologetic things, about it, too. One of the things when looking at you, you know you're a Milean because of that pen, so I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you. My man. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, um, I think um, so many times, you know, you hear about, your experience at college, and, and I tell people all the time, I don't care what HBCU you go to, you're going to have problems in uh, these main offices. You're going to be standing long lines in financial aid. You're going to stand in long line in the business office. And the cafeteria line going to be long, too, okay? That's just that's just the way it goes. Deal with it. I did it when I was there. My mama did it. My brother did it. My dad did it. It's just it's a part of the experience of HBCU. But the one thing that— Shout out to the PWI. Yeah, we shot them out too. <laughs> None and, of them lines, and bro. And they're, just and they're black student unions. So we, we shot them out too. We shot them out too. But um, I tell anybody, I don't care if you went to Harvard. I don't care if you went to any Ivy League school. I'll put my Miles College degree above any of them. Doggone right. You, you can't tell me anything negative about what I can do with my degree. I can do the same thing that anyone else can do in the world That's with right. my Miles College degree. Right. Um, so, you know, I always refer to that one first. Yeah, I got another degree. Yeah, that's fine. But my Miles College degree is what got me in the door mm -hmm. for anything else. Mm -hmm. um, so, and with that being said, you know, moving back to what I was saying about understanding the business of the college. So many times um, we allow that those negative experiences to um, dictate how we support our schools. Right. And and <laughs> I'm the type of person where um, I am very blunt when I'm asked certain things, especially when it comes to this conversation, oh, well, PWI, HBCU, da-da-da. And I say the same thing to anyone. Well, 
me at HBCU, I still know from the president of the school, when I was a student, from the president to the janitor, mm-hmm. they know your name. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're short on some money when you go in the cab, the, the nice mm-hmm. cafeteria lady, Pierre, come on, you're always so nice when you come here. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it today. Or you, you, um, you're a little short in your financial aid and something like that. Oh, young man, you always doing this, carrying yourself. Hey, it's a scholarship over here let for me, you. Let me add one. Mm. I wouldn't have flunked my butt out of Alabama hmm. if a teacher would call me if I missed class. Call yourself. Come knock on your door. And if I had been at the a, a young man, they probably would have called my mom and daddy because they told me their experiences at Miles. And they literally, the teachers would call your parents yes. and be like, hey, James Aaron wasn't in class today. <laughs> so I, you know, I just wanted to leave. Yeah, no, that. that's 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 exactly that's the part that we tend to forget. Because mm-hmm. when you go to those other schools, and you know, those schools are great in their own right, but the experience that you get at any HBCU is that family feel, mm-hmm. the closeness. You don't you don't get that at a larger institution. You're a number. If you don't show up to class for the whole semester, okay. Let me and Knock I'm gonna add road. one more. <laughs> I have had Misty Hardy, mm-hmm. Dr. Chekwa, Bobby Knight. I've had people call me and mm-hmm. say, "When you co- Charles Cochran, mm-hmm. when you coming back to school to finish mm-hmm. your degree? Ain't nobody called me from Alabama and asked me that. Yeah, you get that at HBCU? All day long. So what you got coming on that we need to get around? And I'm thank you for asking me that because even with everything we were just talking about, the experience and all that stuff, I am so excited about this inaugural event um, that I'm putting on from my office, um, which is the 50 Under 50 um, award ceremony that we're doing uh, at Birmingham Museum of Arts, October 14th. Um, I'm so excited. It's going to be during homecoming week. Um, and the importance behind this is, um, you know, you've seen 40 under 40s and different things like mm-hmm. that. But from from where I sit and from from my title, my my office, this is the opportunity to um, engage younger alums mm-hmm. um, to get them invested into the college to mm-hmm. to show them not just, you know, come have a good time. We're going to do that. It's homecoming. It's nothing right. like a HBCU homecoming. We're going to have a good time. But I think this this event, this is going to be the start. To get them, like I said, invested. That's the the word I love to use when I right. when I speak to my alums about you know well, what can we do to the co- invest into the college. And when I say invest, it's not always financial. You know that's important. People need to we need to get right. back to that. Um, and I love what our president does. She loves uh, friends uh, friend raisers. Mm. You know, I, and I love that word. When I first heard, I was like, what what does that mean? Well, yeah, you're gonna ask for the funds, but you need to. We need to raise some friends for the college. I like. We that. need to have some some peers, some allies who have um, the same love that you have for the college. Show them what Miles can do, so they can instill that same type of love. Yeah. Um, and all it is is just investing. Yeah. Invest your time. Invest your resources. Invest your finances. But invest your you know your community. All those different things. You have so many avenues that you can give back you're to your a, institution. You're at a perfect age point, in my opinion. Hmm. Because coming right out of college, let's keep it real. Most black folk coming out of HBCU broke. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the reasons they don't give back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you right at that age where folks starting to make a little money. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, they at least have 
family structures and and, and uh, schedules mm-hmm. that they can budget their time. If they can't budget their money, they can be- budget their time. Their time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And and I tell people, your time is just as valuable, just as, valuable. as the financial gift that you give to your institution. Yeah. Because that time where we just talked about how a Misty Harder, Charles Kaufman call you and say, you know, why you not, you know, mm-hmm. when you coming back here and all yeah, that good stuff. when you going to finish your degree. That, that mm-hmm. time, and I and I explain this to my alums, that time is sharing with a potential student. You don't know what people are going through sometimes. Mm-hmm. Students at HBCUs, we have a unique story. You come from so many different backgrounds, uh, so many different, you know, uh, neighborhoods and all that stuff. But when you come to college, it's your it's your opportunity to press reset. You know? Yes, and when you press reset, that means you start from from scratch. That's right. And when you start from scratch, sometimes you need some little little help. That's right. You need somebody to you know along your journey to be able to say, hey, well, I did that. Yeah. You know, just some like you know like minded individuals, things like that. What what helped me through college was listening to alums that came back and said, well. I sat in that same class, or Misty mm-hmm. Harder was my teacher, or mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Chekwa was my teacher, mm-hmm. or, you know, those things. They said, well, this teacher's so hard. Who are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Dr. Chekwa? He's not really a hard teacher. No. <laughs> he just he just demands, he demands that you show the respect for the education that is being presented in front of you. I love it. That's it. That's it. He, he demands that you respect yourself enough to come in my classroom and do the work given to you, because if you do it correctly and you 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 allow it to uh, really take hold of your mind, you can use that when you get out in the real world. Because college is nothing but a microcosm of the real world. And I tell my students all the time, they always say, Mr. Pierre, I was talking about networking, networking, networking. College is your biggest networking opportunity that you will ever have. What other opportunity would you have to be able to meet people from all across the country, all across the world, in some cases, depending on the campus, and right there in your dorm room? Boss. You might have somebody from California next door to you. You might have a African student across the hall from you. You might have a when when other what other opportunity would you have to do something like that? And these same individuals that you're, you know, you're dealing with and everything, um, these can be your business partners. These can be your coworkers. In some cases, these might be your CEOs, the companies that you work for. That's right. You know, one thing that I was very adamant about when I started my company, Elite Legends, um, and in my alumni events, I said everything that I do, every one of my vendors from the venue, everything, I'm going to make sure that it's a mile in because I can reach in my network and get everything that I need. My CFO is a mile in. My last event, my uh, my caterer was a mile in. My DJ was a mile in. The person I ordered my photo booth from Preach. was a mile in. Yeah. You know, I, the person that did my driving for my special guest was a mile in. Anything I needed, yeah. I know I have a healthy Rolodex of mile to give me what I need. Man, you yeah. talking to somebody to turn networking into a, a career. It is. <laughs> you know it what is. I'm saying? Now, and one so, thing, I, you know, I spoke about it early. You know, I was a little trying to figure out stuff. But at the same time, where I was at, I networked my way there. Yes. <laughs> they saw my effort, my work, because I've always been a hard worker. Right. I never, you know, I dress well. I speak. I'm articulate. I'm, I'm sure when I'm in the room, my presence is felt. Right. People know my name when I leave the room. So right. when I need to get back in that room, my name is still there. So who are we looking for? Oh, well, I know the James Aaron guy. Yeah. Let's bring him back in. I love you. You know, so. Yeah. Now, the the homecoming is, is, is good. Mm-hmm. Part of it. Where I'm going, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But there is no recruiting tool for the university as far as students mm-hmm. or alumni. Mm-hmm. 
like the football team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's your now, <laughs> Let me tell you, Sam Shade is a dear friend of mine. So I don't want to hear nothing bad about Sam Shade. <laughs> but seriously. Mm. Tell us about the football team, man. Yeah, <laughs> how we looking? How how did the boys react to him? Um you know, get us ready for the football season. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about the football season. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach has came in. Um, he's instilled his principles. He's, you know, of course, brought in his crew, mm-hmm. the people that, you know, his team around him and everything. But I like the response from the football players to him. Good. Because, um, you know, any time in a position of a transition, it's tough. Yeah. You know, and especially with Miles, you know, championship team. You coming off right. all those championships and everything right. like that, and then you you get a brand new coach and a new right. system and new structure. So, you you know, you're like, how can I fit into this into this new system? Is mm-hmm. it a place for me in this system? And I like that for the players that stayed. Um, he, he worked it out. He yeah. figured out, hey, how can you fit in this system? You know, how can you fit like in this them. mode and everything like that? So I have a lot of respect for, for Coach Shade um, and what he's doing. I'm excited for the season. I'm excited for the first game um, and everything. I'm just ready to see what they get on the field and do, you know. Scrimmages and real games are two different things. Two so. different things. But um, I'm confident. I'm confident in uh, his coach, uh, his coaching staff and, and in, in him. So. Let's bring it home reminding people about the event, mm-hmm. when it is, how they can get tickets, how can they reach you on social media, and, you know, before you say a word, I just want to finish with, to my um, classmates, from any of the three times I went to my house, (laughs) this is a personal challenge to you. Please meet me at this event because I'm going to be there. Thank you, thank you. October 14th, um, uh, 2022, Birmingham Museum of Arts. We're so excited about this 50 under 50 inaugural celebration event. Um, The goal here, we have a lofty goal. We want to raise $50,000 in one night from those 50 individuals that we're going to be honoring um, while we're at the art museum. So we're very excited about that. You want tickets, anything like that, you can contact me again, Sue underscore the underscore dream, Sue the dream on Instagram. Find me on Facebook, James Aaron, one name, no hyphen, um, on Facebook. Of course, you can go to our website, www.miles.edu, um, and get the ticket. Um, the tickets are $65. Everything is included with the ticket. Um, you know, of course, we have drinks, we're gonna have food, entertainment, all that good stuff. Um, you can't beat that price, sixty-five bucks. You know, hey. Yeah, but keep in mind, can. it's a fundraiser and it's a formal event. And yeah. some people ask me, you know, why you made it formal? You know, it's homecoming because we black excellence, and I want to make sure the world know that Miles College produces some amazing myelins, and I'm gonna show you what black excellence is that night. So prepare, let come me, out and support. Let me say this real quick about the the whole formal thing. I'm sure the people that were complaining were the dudes. Because <laughs> women love to dress up. They and go, do. You know what I'm they saying? Do. So it's like, they man. They want to dress up. Yeah. Know, and it's like, out. man, look, I'm not saying that about myself necessarily right now. <laughs> I'm older. I have reached the age. I can get a little casual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as you matriculate through life, mm-hmm. As you are upwardly mobile, if you're not where you want to be quite yet, mm-hmm. 
you need to look like James Aaron. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, you you talk black excellence. You exude black excellence. You, you look excellent. And I just salute you for even having the vision to say that, you know, when we put on an event, it's going to exude black excellence. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so appreciative of, of your time and having me here today. So I'm very excited about this, man. Thank you. Mylene to Mylene. Mylene <laughs> to Mylene. Yes, sir. I want to thank James Aaron Pierre for joining us. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, Our 360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless and go Bears. This is Montel Morton, VP of Marketing. This podcast has been brought to you by Red Mutt Vodka. Find us on the web at redmontdistilling.com and make sure when you're out, ask for Red Mutt Vodka. My favorite drink is Red Mutt Vodka on the rocks. What is yours?